Amen. Grace, peace, and mercy from God our Father and His precious Son, Jesus Christ. And just want to encourage you on this day as that song was played. Regardless of what curve life throws you, whether it be by an enemy, whether it be by a friend or even a relative, keep the faith. Let nothing turn you from that which you have received in Christ Jesus. Amen. Welcome again to our Thursday evening Bible study. We trust and believe that all is well with each and every one of you. And and as we begin to continue, what we want to look at on this evening is seeking. We want to look at seeking. Now that we have covered salvation and we know who our Savior is and how it took place, now that we know we are salvageable and worthy of the salvation He has offered, let's look at some things we should be seeking that will help us develop our salvation increase in our salvation, and perfect our salvation. Everyone must work out their own salvation. And here are a few scriptures that will help us as we go along. Let's look at Matthew chapter 6, verse 25. That is Matthew, the first book in the New Testament, Chapter 6, starting at verse 25. Jesus said, Therefore I say unto you, Take no thought for your life, what ye shall eat, or what ye shall drink, nor yet for your body, why ye shall, what ye shall put on. It is not, is not the life more than meat, and the body than raiment. Now, this does not mean don't go to the store. It does not mean don't buy what is needed. But understand, as you see the hard times approaching, God will provide. Right now, food is going up. Gas is going up. Anybody seen that? Everything is going up. But God is still providing. Before these crises and pandemics, everyone seemed to be eating and drinking and going wherever they wanted without a care in the world. But I believe we are in a time where we need to get in a clean place. Mark time, pay attention and wait on the salvation of God. This is not a time to be eating and drinking as in the days of Noah or the days of Job and his children. In fact, Romans 13 and 11 said, And that knowing the time, that now it is high time to awake out of sleep, for now is our salvation nearer than when we believe. I remember during the pandemic, Rosalind went to the store and the shelves were almost empty. Some of them were totally empty. But what we needed was there. It may have been the last one, but the fact is it was there and God provided. God will supply if you trust him. God takes care of his own. 
First Peter and five, seven tells us to cast all your care upon him for he cares for you. In the Bible, basic English version of the Bible, it says this in Philippians four and six. Have no cares, but in everything with prayer and praise, put your request before God. See, today we we become picky and particular. How many pray before you go to the grocery store? With the high cost of things now, it might be a good idea. It used to be after eating at a restaurant, you would be so full, you'd pass up dessert. You'd ask for a, a doggy bag or a container for your leftovers. Today, there is no food left over for a container. And the price of the meal is so high, desserts out the question. The portions are so small, you almost want to order again. Now drop down to verse 31. Therefore, take no thought saying, what shall we eat or what shall we drink or whether with shall we be clothed? For after all these things do the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly father knoweth that ye have need of all these things. Let's put this in perspective with this example. Today, a homeless person or a child left to themselves is confronted daily with what they will eat or drink and where they will sleep or what they have on is what they will wear. The homeless find themselves sleeping under bridges or a shelter if they have a space. They find abandoned homes. They humble themselves and eat from garbage cans and gas stations. But if you took them into your home, many of them, and I say many of them, because not everyone wants to be do better. Just like many who know the truth don't want to do better. But if you took many of them into your home, they would no longer have to ask what will I eat or where will I where would I stay or what should I wear? All their needs would be met. Just like all your needs are met in the kingdom of God. Remember the man who was taken in, who had been beaten. Let's go there for a moment. Luke chapter 10, starting at verse 30. We're still talking about the kingdom and salvation. Before this account, a few verses up, a lawyer challenged Jesus asking, what should I do to, in to inherit eternal life? Eternal life, salvation, the kingdom, they go together. Jesus asked him, what is written in the law? And he responded, thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy strength and with all thy mind and thy neighbor as thyself. Jesus told him, you answered right. Do it and you shall live. Mm -hmm. Jesus went on to make the point clearer, starting at verse 30 of Luke chapter 10. And Jesus answered, answering said, A certain man went down from Jerusalem to Jericho and fell among thieves, which stripped him of his raiment and wounded him and departed, 
leaving him half dead. Many today have fallen on hard times. In many cases, it is our government that are the thieves that attacks those in need for their own greed and gain. They know what they should do, and we know what should be done, but, we, but the question is, do we do it? Let's look at what some did then. Verse 31, And by chance there came down a certain priest that way, and when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. And likewise a Levite, when he was at that place, came down, looked on him, and passed by on the other side. It's like those that you expected would give help were those that would leave alone and, and go their own way. Do you think the religious and well-off would take care of someone in such need today? John said, if you see your brother in need, not want, but in need, and you shut up your bowels of compassion, how does the love of God dwell in you? Verse 33 says, but a certain Samaritan, Samaritan, those that were hated, just like today, Christians are not well loved. As he journeyed, came where he was, and when he saw him, he had compassion on him and went to him and bound up his wounds, poured in oil and wine and set him on his own beast and brought him to an inn and took care of him. Mm -hmm. Wow. How many would have the mind to do that if you saw someone in need? And on the morrow, when he departed, he took out two pence and gave them to the host and said unto him, Take care of him, and whatsoever thou spendest more, when I come again, I will repay thee. For those of us that have been grafted in, for those of us in the kingdom with salvation, we no longer have to ask these questions. Did you know Jesus was the one who came and had compassion on us? Mm -hmm. Jesus is the one who saw us broken, busted, and disgusted where someone had done things to us and he took us in with compassion and gave us those things which were needed. The world is only concerned <clears throat> with wealth and riches. They seek the things in the earth. The world is concerned about their own body. But what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his soul? God not only provides us with what is needed to sustain this life, but also provides what is needed for the spiritual life. What the world has not learned yet is he has a soul and that soul will answer to God. Back to Matthew 6, verse 33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, talking to those who have received Christ, and all these things shall be added unto you. 
recognizing the world will not seek the kingdom because they don't know what the kingdom of God is. They don't know what righteousness is. We have two things to seek here. The kingdom of God and second, his righteousness. But first, let's take the word seek. Seek means to search, to try to obtain, to hunt. So what we are searching and hunting to obtain is the kingdom of God. What is the kingdom of God? Look at Romans 14 and 17. For the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. The kingdom is not food. The kingdom of God is not tangible. It is not what the world today are hunting and searching for. Remember, Jesus asked, why are you troubled about clothing or what you shall eat? This is what the world is concerned about. John warned us to love not the world or the things that are in the world. We know the world lust consists of lust of the flesh, lust of the eye and the pride of life. In these three things, you will find all of the things that exist in Galatians 5.19, which talks about the works of the flesh. The world and the things that are in the world are corrupt and will perish. When we are being salvaged, we should be seeking what salvation is all about. Salvation is not about natural food. The kingdom is not about what you put on. So since the kingdom of salvation is not natural food or clothing, what is it? It is spiritual. It is righteousness. It is peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. It is all those things that clothe and feed the spiritual man. In order to obtain this peace and joy, you must have salvation. God's spirit must be residing in you. Because without salvation and his spirit, there's no joy. There's no peace or righteousness. Without it, there is misery and chaos. And righteousness is right way of living. Without salvation, you ain't living right. In salvation, we are seeking peace. We are seeking joy. What is the peace we are seeking? Peace is harmony. It is an agreement and feeling of spirit with you and God. Peace is free of war and quarrel. This war and quarrel is not always physical war. War can start in the mind. Peace is security and order. There is no peace when things are out of order. What is joy? Joy is happiness and pleasure. We seek these things in the spirit, not flesh. Spiritual peace and joy is when there is chaos all around you and you can rest and trust God because you know no weapon formed against you will prosper. Now, when we read Romans, it said the kingdom is righteousness, peace and joy. But Matthew 6, 33 said, seek 
the kingdom and righteousness. So what is the other righteousness? If righteousness is in the kingdom. Glad you asked. Look at 1 Corinthians 1 and 30. For here it says, but of him are you in Christ Jesus. Notice here it said Christ Jesus. Who is made unto us wisdom. Wisdom is knowing how to apply the knowledge you understand. And righteousness and sanctification. Right way of living. He is our right way of living. It is by him that we are set apart. And redemption. And by him we are redeemed. But that is not all. First John 2 and 1 says. If any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ. Notice here it said, Jesus Christ, the righteous. It is the Son of God that made the righteousness possible. It is the Son of Man that advocated for us to make us possible for the righteousness in God. Verse 34 of Matthew 6. Take therefore no thought for morrow. For the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. It did not say you will take thought. It said tomorrow will take thought. We should and can only live one day at a time. We cannot live tomorrow, today, or tomorrow. Let us make this a spiritual habit in our speech. If it's the Lord's will and we live, we shall do this or that. For we know we cannot add one inch to our stature. We now know the kingdom is not natural or tangible. And man believes if I can't touch it, feel it, or see it, it ain't real. But we know in this kingdom this salvation journey, God is a spirit. And he that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. It is important that we believe that God is. Spiritually, God can be touched and felt. Hebrews 11 and 1 says, Faith, or what we believe, is the substance the spirit, life, and truth of things which are words hoped for or expected. It is the evidence or what is written or spoken of things which are words not seen. According to Hebrew 11 and 6, we must understand without faith it is impossible to please him. For he that comes to God must believe he is and must believe that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Now that we know we are seeking the kingdom and we seek the kingdom because we know and believe there is a God and we know and believe God sent his son. It is in this belief we have the beginning of our salvation. We will go further into his kingdom next week. With that, my time is up and I thank you for yours.